2: Houston, Texas, where I understand there will be a football game of some note on Sunday. In the meantime, we're sitting here at NFL Live. You see all the people. A lot of Texans fans are going to be disappointed when they learn that their team did not reach that (laughs) game that I mentioned a moment ago. However, we are here, and when I say we, I mean the gang. Ike Taylor, Maurice Jones-Drew still to come. A little conversation with PFT commenter. But right now, let's say hello to our two pals. Seated to my immediate immediate left, it's Cynthia Freeland. It's Handsome Hank. You know what? Because it's a special occasion, let's not wait with our proper hellos. Let's give them right now. Starting off with your watcher on game day morning. You'll see her all over NFL Network in the run-up to the big game. Cynthia Freeland, everybody.
3: It's, here to steal it's the good. show. Back in the day dance, handsome dance. The oh, oh,
2: Can <laughs> they see she us? Mm-hmm. I think
1: so
3: because
4: I don't have a video yet. Oh.
2: If you're watching on video. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> If you're listening to us on iTunes, we appreciate it. If you're watching us, though, you just saw a horrific sight. And I now think that that maybe should be the video that for all the of video. time. <laughs> That's
3: what I was going to say.
2: Of the, uh, of, of the event here. Hey, uh, before we get any further here, and uh, we're going to talk about it in just a second, we are, as always, presented by McDonald's. But I'm about to unveil. A, uh, a grand trio of Whoa. items available at McDonald's for a limited time. Before we do that, let's say hello to our main man all the way from London, England. He remains our resident Miami Dolphins fan, I'm even here fan in Houston, Texas. It's Handsome Hank, everybody.
3: Handsome Hank. He's Handsome Hank. He's Handsome Hank. He's Handsome Hank.
2: Hello, handsome. How are you? I am
3: very well indeed.
2: Thank you, Dave. We How had, are you? Well, I'm fine, and I'm even better after we had uh, our usual, our uh, our tour across these United States, our uh, our culinary tour rolled on. It's now, what, four or five years old now? I think it is. We visit. We went to uh, just a little update. We went to a place called Bernadine's. It was yep. a Bayou kind of kind of joint. We and had. it was great. It was very good. I had yeah. 50 oysters. Yeah, they had a bunch of oysters that I I, I like your that, style.
3: Thank uh, you.
2: A delicious, uh, a delicious array of treats. But you know what? That's in the rear view mirror. Let's look ahead to Super Bowl 51. Again, it's a special occasion, so we're going to do two rounds of the Red Challenge flag segment. Ooh. We're going to pick it with Ike and Maurice in a little while, but let's get to it with Handsome and Cindy. Cindy. It's time for the Super Bowl (laughs) edition of the Red Challenge Flag Picks. Red Red Challenge Challenge Flag Picks. So, uh, let's get to it. We have uh, a special uh, menu here prepared by (gasps) Emma Emma. VP, head writer writer of uh, the Dave Damaschek football program. Yes, muzzle-tub to her once again. All right, here we go. Super Bowl 51, Texas. Oh, wait a second. Yes, here we go. Super Bowl 51, Texas barbecue buffet. If you're Julio Jonesing for an over-the-top spread, the Lone Star Steaks fine dine is the experience offers a smoked short rib, Cardo Allen, <laughs> a little bit of a reach with rib cardo yeah, but I, I like it. it. McCordy on the cob and spicy Arthur Frank slathered <laughs> in barbecue sauce, Kowski <laughs> in a sticky situation with a beefy Beasley, all up in your grill. Dish it out to Dion or hit Hogan in the flat iron. Either way's a win. As foiling our Belichick's recipe is one tall order. Wow. Well done, Emma VP. Emma. That's why she's the head writer with a. That's, yeah, that's how she got. You it. You kind of have to see it though, right? Yeah. To get all the to all yeah. the wordplay uh, going on there. Either way, all right. We're gonna do it now, handsome. Like I say, we're gonna be making picks throughout. You start us off. Okay. Atlanta Falcons. New England oh, Patriots. <laughs> <Like, what? laughs> Choose.
3: Dave, I've thought about this for a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick the Atlanta Falcons to win by 32 points to 28 points. Oh, I
2: thought, I thought you made a 32-point mar- yeah, no, margin. No, not by a 32-point margin. All right, the Atlanta Falcons. are. on, throw Falcons, your stuff right, at me. Cynthia Freeland, do you want to throw the red challenge flag? She does, do. and you know what? a will make it, too. Oh, well, I missed. <laughs> Bang! Now I got you, handsome got Hank. All right, let's get into it. Cynthia, synthesize it for us.
4: Well, no, I, no, no. Wait, wait,
2: wait. Oh, Watch this, oh, Cynthia. Oh. Look at this here. First, we have a little intro now for you synthesizing stuff.
4: Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> wow, look <laughs> at
2: that. that kind of looks like I love the like visor.
4: You. I love the visor.
2: All right, Freeland, lay it on us. Why are the Patriots going to win? Why is Handsome wrong?
4: <clears throat> well, I don't believe Handsome's wrong. I believe maybe he's potentially flawed in his logic because I think that there's a few reasons. The first when you stack up these offenses and defenses and you look to see where the vulnerabilities are to me you have to take into consideration what has happened on third down for the for so on third down and in the red zone that has been weak points for the Atlanta Falcons defense all season long while they've gotten better In the past few games, in the past five games, they've improved in these areas. Looking at, like, their red zone touchdown percentage as one metric, the New England Patriots only allow touchdown in the red zone 25% of the time in the past five games. And on the other side of the ball, the Falcons, 72% of the time in the regular season, that's number one worst red zone touchdown percentage. And it's gotten better, but it's only gotten, like, 10% better over the past few games. So that's the first one.
2: Long story short, handsome, eat it. I'm going to say this. My final score: Patriots 33 or th- you know what, 34. I'm going to give them an extra an 34 extra 34 to 20. Maybe they go for two. You think,
4: you, 34 I, th- to 20. Listen, okay. I mean, we can we can.
2: Uh, break it down and you know people have been doing it for the last week and a half and we'll continue doing it to the last second but i really do legitimately feel like we're, we're deluding ourselves into, into indulging this idea that that the falcons the atlanta falcons this is going to be the group that solves the belichick Fortnite knows how to take away the other team's best player all that they're they're going to solve the riddle of tom brady as i i i i, I know that that uh, has no science. That's not synthesized at all. I'm just looking at the broad strokes and the last uh, decade and a half. I'm going this, science this is free is the team as well. That's Dave. Come in there and I'm do going it. science free as well. I just think that the
3: the Falcons' running game is going to that's going to be what they emphasize in huge. this game.
2: Obviously huge. Uh, and, and the other thing is, can they create some uh, right. inside pressure on uh, a number twelve? He doesn't like it when he gets heat and, uh, so, heated up, especially with it coming. Down. And they got a lot of speed right. on that defense.
4: Well, I got a little stat for you on that number twelve not liking when he gets heated up. Yes. In playoff games, when Tom Brady's been sacked three or more times, so three sacks is a lot, three or more times, they are twenty or they're two and four, so more, loss, or more losses than wins. In playoff games where he's been sacked two times or less, 22 and five. So the pressure makes a big difference, especially when you have someone like Vic Beasley, right. who's going to come off the edge, obviously led the league, 15 and a half sacks in the regular season. He's, gonna, like, he's got a tall task there because one matchup to watch is Cannon, so the left tackle for the New England Patriots, against Vic Beasley, who wins that challenge? Because Cannon hasn't allowed a sack since Week One, but in Week One he allowed two. Well, like I Marcus was saying Cannon. during the
2: AFC title game, the uh, you know right the, it was incongruous the fact that uh, the score was what it was because the line of scrimmage in the first half the Steelers were dominating it. That is a mm-hmm. potential weakness right. there, Dwight Freeney, and of course you can refer back to uh, you know in in uh, maybe it's a little too facile, but. The Giants, how did they beat them in both those Super Bowls? Pressure. Why did the Seahawks give them trouble? Same reason. Uh, Seahawks connection.
4: You know, you know, got a Quinn connection with the Seahawks, right? Exactly.
2: And uh, and then you look back at last year's AFC title game and what the Broncos were able to do them. It's no coincidence that, uh, that that's when the Patriots. I'm
4: actually lose. picking a close game, twenty eight twenty seven. That's what I have. The Patriots winning by just one point. And I don't think it's going to be this huge barn burner in terms of total points being out of control. I think it's going to be a lower scoring than we might imagine. Imagine thinking of these two high octane offenses too. Nope,
2: nope. Double digit win for the Patriots. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's uh, it's passionless uh, to say it, but I'm just telling you now. That's how it winds up, and on Sunday night you'll pat me on the back for being right. All right, let's move on to uh, item number two here. And like I say, it's presented by McDonald's, and we're talking about triplets. I've just been handed a little uh, a little <laughs> napkin. <laughs> Why do you need to that? well, because I have to mop my dewy brow. The it's Texas humid out humidity here. is it's, too much is for Damashek.
4: I'm swarthy. What do you want? I'm I'm with you. It makes your hair crazy. Houston hair.
2: I know. My hair is getting, yeah. I can tell already that uh, it's going to be a crazy day for the hair. All right. We are presented by McDonald's and the iconic Big Mac now available in three juicy, cheesy, Ooh. saucy um, versions here. You can go Grand Mac. So, of course, you know the Big Mac. But then there's of the course. Grand Mac, which is even bigger than the Big Mac. Right. And then the Mac Jr., the Big Mac Jr., which, as you might have Who would be guessed, who on
4: our set? I think I'd be the Mac Jr., but which one between you would be the grand or the big? Don't mm.
2: hurt my feelings, please.
4: <laughs> I'm the junior. I could probably eat the grand. The grand. So. I mean, I'm the junior. Shaq is
2: fat, so he's a, he's
4: the biggest one of
2: all. All right, good one, Cynthia. You got in there. <laughs> so triplets uh, to my right here, three uh, three versions of the uh, Big Mac. Now let's talk about Super Bowl triplets. Way back when, in the early 90s, we know that Troy Aikman, Michael Irvin, and Emmitt Smith established themselves as the gold standard, or I guess the silver star standard or whatever, for triplets of all time. Now it's time to do a Super Bowl edition of the 10-foot pole. Here's my question. Are the Dallas Cowboys of the early 90s still the gold standard, or however we want to call them? Of triplets in pro football history. Thank you, uh, producer Ryan Bartlett, for that. Woohoo! If you're watching us on NFL.com slash DDFP, you already can see Troy Aikman, Irvin, and Emmett all gathered here on the whiteboard. Handsome Hank, lay it on us. Are the early 90s Cowboys still the, uh, still the gold standard here? Will you touch that statement with a 10-foot pole?
3: Well, Dave, I think, I mean, are they, are they uh, a triplets of the same comparison as, as the Grand Mac, Big Mac, and Mac Jr.? No, they're not that <laughs> good. They're not Rundi. that good. But are they the best NFL triplets of all time? I believe that they still are. I would, however, You touched it. I agreed. would, however, like to make the case for, and it, it, he goes a little bit under the radar, but the Montana, or, and you can add Steve Young in as well. Jerry Rice, obviously greatest receiver of all time, but then replacing Emmitt Smith, Roger Craig, who I think probably doesn't get a, as much appreciation as he should do th- in
2: NFL history. They were pretty good triplets. You just took my at the same answer. Handsome? I'm so sorry for because you. Because here's Dave. why: it, it's the grand hey, sum. Do you
3: want? Shall I, let's check. Let's switch. You it's give me the, that.
2: No, it's the sum. No, you're but because that's right. It's the 49ers right. is the right answer there. Because oh, okay. whereas right, the right I, I understand Roger Craig. Isn't in the Hall of Fame, and you can make a pretty strong case that he should be. He should be. Joe Montana is no worse than the second best quarterback of all time. Trey right. Aikman's not in the top ten in that conversation, mm-hmm. and uh, and Jerry Rice is inarguably the best wide receiver right. of all time. And Michael Irvin is top five in that. Yep. Emmitt Smith is top. He's back end top ten for me. So Freeland, I'm one thousand percent
4: biased about Irv. So I, he's to me, he's like top two top one like i didn't get I, much hey, listen, better when when the conversation of
2: best wide receiver of the super bowl era comes up i mean after you get past uh rice and uh and, and randy moss who really is number yep. three uh, t-o maybe michael, michael Irvin, Irvin, then
4: Irvin. yeah
2: people want to put uh calvin johnson in there those people would be wrong those They're people wrong.
4: would be wrong is because there any you know other what, option though you know what, that's, you know what that's... happens you need to play in the postseason to be considered prolific like that
2: yeah the one i wish were true is the uh is Roethlisberger, Antonio Brown, Levy, and Bell. However, Antonio Brown did say on Thursday that he intends to be a Pittsburgh Steeler for life. So if you missed that update, good news for you, Steelers fans. All right, let's move on now. Wait, I have something
4: I want to bring up. This is a personal, I'm I'm like going to tell you personally here, whomever it is that has decided they think that Sheck did not, was not the originator of asking the players Mm. on media day if it was a must-win game. They need to check themselves, or they'll get wrecked by me and Marianne Freeland. They better check themselves because I love that question. That was you, brother, Cindy Freeland, and Mama Marianne Freeland.
2: The entire Freeland clan, ready (laughs) to (laughs) drop the hammer at anyone. Watch out!
4: Hammer will be dropped. That was your question. You you, You deserve credit for it. When anyone asked asked it. They need to be footnote
2: available on uh, at least on my Twitter feed. If nowhere else, you can go watch uh, the media night uh, questions. We had uh, some good fun there. We talked to Matt Ryan. He was uh, in fact, I did what I had to do a couple of years. Remember Joe Flacco when I doubted him because I'm a man and because I'm like Jerry Orbach at the end of Dirty Dancing. When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. I told Joe Flacco that day in front of uh, a sea of reporters that I was wrong. I did it again to to, uh, Matt Ryan. And, uh, and, the and this only time thing you did actually Ryan, apologize.
3: Did I, rather than rather than he the, the last time we did if, When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. And you actually then claimed didn't you say were you right. I, you, you know, did.
4: next time, though, you got to ask Matt Ryan. You know, his wife's name is Sarah Marshall. I know. I, I should have been like, that. yeah, apparently he didn't forget. No,
2: her. Matt Ryan, though. You know, I was classy in apologizing and uh, he was classy because he shook my hand and accepted my apology. He, that's yeah. what a Boston
4: College grad does. Hey, of class. hey, that's what a Boston College grad does.
2: I didn't know you were an eagle. Is that what you are? Undergrad, yep. All right. Northwestern grad school. Who is, so in, you know, uh, I'm sure a lot of people as they walk around Houston, Texas, they go, hey, isn't that Cindy Freeland? Um, She's a celebrity. And uh, now I ask you, Cindy, who's the biggest uh, celebrity sighting you've had so far in Houston, Texas?
4: Well, I got in last night, Mm. so I haven't seen many celebrities. And apart from you, which, I mean, it doesn't get much bigger than that. Mm. Hmm. So far, I haven't really seen many
2: celebrities. Really? That's a disappointing answer. Handsome,
3: how (laughs) say you? Dave, last night in the hotel that I'm staying in, which is just across the way here, they had a a Hall of Famers parade. So there was a red carpet laid down in the middle of the hotel, and every Hall of Famer that you can possibly imagine was walking down that red carpet. I happened to be meeting someone, so I was hanging out and just watching all these Hall of Famers come. So I really can't pick or I couldn't pick until at the table next to me was Dan Marino laughing at all the Hall of Famers having to go to this smart dinner wearing their Hall of Fame jackets while he was, you know, just having
2: a few Chilling. drinks with some right. friends and, and enjoying himself. So well, that, Dan that'll be my one number one. Yeah. Well, it's funny you bring it up because uh, there's a uh, McAllister's uh, Deli right behind us as well. Deuce I went. No, I, I, it may be. Maybe it may be for all I know, cannot, he likes I a deli. In Confirm eat, or deny that. <laughs> best one I've seen so far, eating a pastrami sandwich. Frederick Douglass. Oh, huh. I mean, bigger in person than I expected. I, you know, I never would have guessed that. No, I was, uh, I was walking through the uh, the hotel lobby the other day, and it's filled with uh, with uh, sports celebrities. Yeah, all, all, you know, all the. You that's know, the, why they put
3: of, you there.
2: That's right. Yeah, Obviously. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, anywho. Yeah. listen. <laughs> They're, they're, they're all. That I people, saw him,
4: he was going somewhere, that he decided not to. I, I,
2: well, <laughs> they're, they, they were running all over the place, you know, the the celebrities. But John Lynch is standing there, Ooh. you know, the, the new uh, general manager awesome. of the San Francisco 49ers. Who, by the way, I said to him, congratulations On and i getting everything. the
4: world's longest GM deal. But, there's you know, do you know how a, he got this
2: a, gig? Did you hear great. how he
4: got the gig?
2: He, he called up Kyle Shanahan and said, hey, hey, guess what, fella? I'm ready to be your new GM. I'm available. Sure, why not? And he said, oh, well, that's an idea. All right, you're the new GM. And I said to him, congratulations on that. But I've dang, heard great things about him. Why didn't I've I think things. of that? You know, great. I would like to call Coach Tomlin. And-
4: you know, there are a few things missing. Probably maybe the several years of football playing experience. I
3: don't know, Cynthia. I think you what you look past is that they could look at tape. If they want to review tape, they could review tape of the DDFP for the last, what, Five years and, and see oh, this is a guy who knows what he's talking about. So I am so in the sandwich realm. <laughs> <laughs> That's an important <laughs> right.
2: thing. He's gonna be there. Who's like, gonna order those sandwiches? I if you believe what they say, like those guys are there like, you know, seven days a week in yep. season. Oh, like they, they sleep are. there and everything like that. Who's ordering the food? That's an important decision. Yeah.
4: That's where damage shit point. comes in. Fair point. Everyone's happier. Um,
2: so I so this is the first, and this is a sad tale. Actually, I've crossed a certain line that I I hoped I never would cross, and become cynical as a uh, doing doing this for a living. John Lynch said to me, "This is the new GM, future Hall of Famer, in all likelihood, and all that sort of sort of thing." I, I this doesn't shouldn't sound like a humble brag because I'm ashamed of it. John Lynch said, it's "Like oh to- yeah, we met at uh, Tahoe a few years ago. Remember when we were talking about blah blah blah?" And I said. Oh yeah, of course, but I didn't really remember oh, that. You big what? dog John, it's the first ver- <laughs> <It's
3: the verse. laughs> to John Lynch.
2: He big dog John Lynch. Oh yeah, yeah, that was really funny when we did that, John Lynch. I hey. gotta, I gotta be somewhere, John Lynch.
4: You're like that Michigan recruit that they accidentally sent a letter, being like, "Thanks for coming to this party," and he never went to it.
2: It's true. It's, I finally have fully crossed over wow. and fulfilled my destiny as a jerk. That's all right. Days. Let's from
4: Houston, Texas,
2: start the show. <laughs> Yes, hi and hello and welcome to the Super Bowl edition of the Dave Damashek Football Program, presented as always by McDonald's and the iconic Big Mac. You can get the Grand, the Big Mac, and the Big Mac Jr. And joining us now, Handsome Hank has made his way off into the masses. He's hanging with the people. You see him gathered here. Uh, in the shadow of our hotel, Cynthia Freeland has stuck around for a, uh, an extra minute to say hello to the two all-stars of the DDFP all through the autumn for a second straight year. Look who it is. It's Ike Taylor and Maurice Jones crew making their noise everywhere What's all up, over Shek? Houston. How are you, I'm fellas? Is Cynthia?
5: this the first time Shaq's been on time to his own show? I think so. And he had to be. Yeah. I was going to say, because you, you only say down the street. Yeah.
6: do you see this? <laughs> it's, it's not, <laughs> it's not
5: like a Culver where it's like, all right, we're going to be there at 830. And then eight fifty check rolls in, just cooling. You know, I normally know but, I'm the late
6: one.
2: Yeah, but that usually that's a, the the reason I'm sweaty when we do most of our shows is because I'm running late, and so I have to sprint into the studio. This time it's because it's humid out.
5: Oh, it is hot. But yeah. I'm, I'm a cool cat, and so is I. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of
2: hot, what happened last night? It sounds like you guys were hanging with some uh, some pro football celebs.
6: It's like a movie when you hang out with those guys. Who? Anytime you have an OBJ or Von Miller or Ryan Shazier, they were
5: there. I, like, I definitely forgot, I'm not gonna lie. It's like it's like a <laughs> little about that.
6: Cause we be doing our own thing. We just be well, vibing. Yeah, we we you gotta we, be we, the veteran cats just to just to vibe and let the young we, guys make it. What's the up, movie. how
5: you doing? And then we just went to the other side and had our own little get together with some a couple of my boys are here. If you guys wanna bring them on camera, can I bring my boys on camera? I listen, I'd love for you to bring hey, your boys on, on camera. Come on, on camera. come on camera. Come on camera. These are my boys, come man. On. This is my homeboy, Andre. Hello, right Andre. From, I'm from Dave. The crib. This
2: is my friend, Sid. Hey, Shek, This is my token Hello.
5: white friend, Ryan. That's my dog. <laughs> <laughs> this is my video game. This, we play Madden together all the time. This is my guy. Nice. This Cuzzle. is my cousin right here, Jabari. Of course,
3: I know
2: Jabari. Hi. How yeah. are you? Good We've to hung see out you again. To, yeah, so this is the squad, man. This is This, is, this is what happens at the Super Bowl. What happens in Super Bowl all week? Guys Everybody gets oh. together. You get see off. old friends. You go out. You have some good food. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know,
6: we eat dinner every night so me and mjd we gotta have our dinner gotta have our dinner
2: day one day i'll get invited to one of these days. no you have you just oh, be busy you stop it Ooh. <laughs> let's say hello to him right now he's number 24 for a long time in the black and gold of course and uh, now he's seated right next to cynthia in fact he's a gentleman he's sharing he a chair with her he it's is. ike taylor everybody
6: I don't know.
5: That's the one you scored on? Yeah, no, that was that's that, Rams. Dropped your that head was in. Rams game. Right What's now. the poop,
2: Ike? How are you? What's you up, feeling Sh- You feeling in good spirits as uh the big game draws ever closer? Yeah, I'm in Houston just checking things out. Ah, uh, I get it. Hey, you know what Ike does? He does Dear Ike. This is when, you know, listen, he plays the game of football. He understands it, but he also understands that there's a larger game, the game of life. <gasps> and that's when Dear Ike comes in. And he answers the question, it's not about football, but about life. And in fact, as all the, and we have, uh, we have Melvin Gordon coming up in a little bit. He gave us a question for Dear Ike. Maurice always alongside to help out with that as well. Right now, we've never had one from a woman though. First time. Go ahead and ask uh, Ike and Maurice your question. You know, whatever. Dating, gift giving, you know, etiquette, whatever.
4: Well, here at the Super Bowl, it's kind of like adult spring break. Right. Like okay. everyone's having fun. They're having like a great time. What happens if you meet someone in Houston? Hmm. What's going to happen here? Like, do you like, ah. is it like spring break and you're just like, oh, you know, see you later. Or is it like keep in touch? What's what's the what, what do you do here? Do you find true love here at Super Bowl it's or the, no?
6: It's the vibe. So I look at it how we how we first met. Um, how do I look at this person? You, you can look at a person one way and things might just transform into something totally different. Uh, on the first date, man, I just like, if we're in Houston, I like to go local. So we know Houston is known <laughs> yeah. for the Southern food, the barbecue, whatever. So hopefully you eat what I eat and we can start off with a dinner date, going local, okay. checking out some local barbecue spots, some soul food Wait, spots. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sorry. You're the expert stuff.
2: here, Ike. But you're, you're suggesting a first date over barbecue? That seems like... Uh... Oh, that's perfect, man. We're in Houston. So obviously we're both visiting. Cynthia, when in, when you would in Rome, not- You wouldn't like going to barbecue on a first date. That
4: is untrue. I love eating, so any sort of food, we're good. You can't
6: put words in her mouth, shit.
2: You're right. Wow, that's amazing. She was because it's filled with barbecue,
6: apparently.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Maurice, how say you? You know, first I was thinking, what happens in Super Bowl stays in Super Bowl. (laughs) That was my first thought? because, again, (laughs) I I go to Vegas, right? Okay. But it's not like that. People are coming here to to see a game. It's not like you're coming to party. Yes, parties happen, but you're having a work environment. And If you guys connect, if you feel that energy... See, right? I, thats what it's all about. If you feel so, a good energy, then you—you you try to. You I try feel to like keep at least going. you
4: know you have shared interests, right? Like trying you to cultivate really love that. football, exactly. you really like food. I think it's—you know—it can be fun. Try like, to
6: dog Xavier right though, Xavier, Xavier Rhodes. Rhodes.
4: Yeah. I loved it. I, I, I met Xavier the other day, and he was positively hey, delightful. That's, positively big delightful. That is, that's, that's a big delightful like, That is—that's big I
2: like him a great deal. I really do. Yeah. I like
4: his swagger. You I said a lot of nice things about him on game day morning. I'm pretty sure he saw them before the game.
2: All right, look, Wild, wild. Oh, Xavier Rhodes walking and good to Actually, see you again, pal. So now we met yesterday. yesterday, yeah. What's going on, man? How you doing?
4: Hi, nice to meet nice you.
2: Xavier Rhodes, well, I don't know what to do. You know what? I'll lean over. I'll be a gentleman.
4: I can. No,
2: you four just talk. Go
6: ahead. What are we talking so about? football. We <laughs> talking football. So Zay, yeah. you had an unbelievable. Yes. Right. Yes. yes you I had do. a. You, can you get that for me, oh, yeah. Jonesy? Had an unbelievable year. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Went to the Pro Bowl. So basically, you went back home because you started off with Coach Time Shaw. Yes, I did. Go back to the Pro Bowl yes, I did. Uh, in Orlando with Coach Time Shaw. Tell me about your season, man. Like, what transformed you from last year to this year? And just becoming a professional and, and knowing playing that cornerback position, man, you got to do a week in mm-hmm. and week out.
7: Actually, man, it started off in our season, man. I mean, gaining that mentality as. Um, just having an off season as an end season, an end season as an all season, you know, because in the all season, you got to put in the time and the effort to work on the little things you need to work on from the previous season before. And that was my whole mindset was to do that. In the east, end season, you ain't really doing much, it's, you know, getting prepared for the Maintain. game. Walk, yeah, walk, you know, so that's, the, that's the whole thing. It, that was the whole thinking process. That would change my whole season. That would change my whole mentality and how to see my season went from this year, and also my eating habits, my sleeping habits, and everything. I just changed the whole, my whole regiment and it just went from there. That's what I with, did too. With, <laughs> I was gonna say ex- we talked to Terrence Newman on a DDFP
2: took show earlier in the
5: mom. year, and he said, you know, you guys kind of bonded throughout oh, this season. Yes, and I mean, he said you took leaps and jumps. How was that for you?
7: Oh man, it was. First of all, Terrence Newman is is for a guy to be doing it, what, 14 years? Yeah,
6: that's a
4: long time. time. We came in
6: together. Yeah, Oh, We came in 03. <laughs> we came in the 03 draft together. Bro, you showing your age right now.
7: Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. You
6: don't look it. You don't
7: no, look it at no. all. No. <laughs> nope. Man, but um, Newman is right, man. You know, being on a defense where guys is not selfish. We, we come together as a team, as a, as a defense, and we do a lot of things together. You know, we bowl together, eat together, wow. talk together, group chat. Everything is together. Together. You know what I'm saying? We know each other's weakness. We know each other's strength. I mean, I can tell you one thing. It could be a certain coverage or a certain down the distance. Terrence Newman would literally be on the other side of me yelling at me. Like, Zay, back up. I'm like, bro, like, don't you think you need to worry about the man in front of you right now? But he knows, like, in certain things, he know what what I might end up doing. And for that, that's just coming from being around each other, talking, you know, gaining
6: that bond, that chemistry. That's that. That's that instinct. When we played in Pittsburgh, we kind of had that instinct. We did everything together. It's just eye contact. Like when yeah. you when you're around a person for so long, you don't even have to talk anymore. So me and Troy, we just looked at each other. He knew what I was thinking. I knew what yeah. I was thinking exactly. Same way with you and Terrence Newman, man. That's mm-hmm. a good bond. That's a great
7: bond. You know what I'm saying? And and like I say, man, just it was it was awesome playing with those guys. Not only with Terrence, you know, me and Harrison and Sadeo, and we all clicked. We all bond like. No matter what, I look back. In certain plays, you'll probably see me on the field, and Harrison will be calling me, and i look back, he'll be like, this is the cause, I know you didn't get the call. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's just that bond, that chemistry we had on that field, and it was just unbelievable, and, and it showed. And it showed this whole, that whole entire season. Our defense played as one, as one heartbeat, and it, it, was, it, was, a, it was a good thing to see. Nice. How
2: to go? Let me uh, grab this real quick. How to go? What was the take on? Uh, well, first of all, the uh, the bad news. Uh, hopefully, not uh, it, it doesn't prove to be true. But it's looking like Teddy B's not going to make it for 2017. Uh, what? For, oh, first of all, man. yeah, that's got to be a bummer. But also talk about uh, Sam Bradford a little bit and uh, your confidence in him going into 2017.
7: Um, which one you want to start with? The start the Sam. Talk uh, about Teddy B Teddy, Teddy. I, I, that's a real two bummer gloves, to hear two that gloves, news. Man, I mean, I don't know. I don't know much about his injuries. I, I was there for the injury when it happened. But um, for what I know, I, I know as much as you know, you know. I mean, as you know, and Ike, I, as you know, you know, and as you know, like, they're not going to tell a player as much. Right. You know what I'm saying? They're going to keep it a secret because they don't want it to get out to the media. So um, I, like I, don't, I don't know much about that. You know, I'm new as that, and I ain't been there lately. And um, in a I'm going back. And um, all I can tell you is, Teddy is happy. Man, the man always... Good. Always have a good spirit. Good spirit. You can tell. Great spirit. You know. And always happy. Finding new things to do to get his mind off, you know, the injury. And then I love that about him. That what brought us, that what brought us together actually as a team. When that happened, we was down, and Teddy come to the facility every day, telling us not to worry about him. He's gonna be all right, you know. And he's smiling, laughing, you know. like, wow, Teddy, like, how can you go through something like that and still be smiling and laughing and joking around, being himself? And he's like, bro, it's it's just football, and it happens. You know, and I'll be all right, and I'll come back stronger than ever. So I was like, "Wow, that's that's a good, great attitude." What
4: that's, about
7: Sam? Oh, Sam. <laughs> uh, actually, he's a quiet guy. He don't really say much in the locker room. You know, he, I mean, he, he'll walk us out, Sam. Hey, like
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's just trying. He not to rub no, fe- rough no feathers. Yeah. you get a new locker room, you gotta be cool. No, uh, question. I, I heard that's cool
7: that's how Sam is. Period. Like that's just Sam. He's just really quiet. But also, you know, um, he came in this year, man. Took just took control of the whole offense you know and he, t- he came the captain you know learned the offense really
6: well really fast and um did really good this season regardless on age and they talk about one of the main guys on your team how y'all feel about ap
7: man that's hall of famer hall of famer i mean that man's name still moves each team still playing game playing him right we played. He came off a knee injury. We played again. I can't, I can't I don't remember who we played against. This man fresh off a knee and with a knee brace on. They still game planning Right. <laughs> that's AD.
2: So that's the respect he gave. That's, get that's, that's respect. You. What about this, though? You know, I, I brought this up to, when I was talking to Xavier yesterday. I say it again now. Why not go like Ty Montgomery, number 88, when uh, when 28 went down, you didn't go to the coaches and go like, how about 29? 29 used to mm-hmm. carry the ball around in high school. Maurice doesn't like that. He doesn't like that. <laughs> he doesn't like when guys go in there and make it look easy. You
5: know, he, first of all, Sheck says he was a wide receiver, but he went to Stanford as a running back. If you played running back in high school and in college for a little bit, then you could tote the rock in the league.
2: All right, I'm going to be a running back.
5: Sheck, last question. You and Odell Beckham, man. How was oh. that, man? That, look, let me tell you something. That was exciting to watch because there was two dogs going at it. Yeah. That's what it was yeah. to me. I didn't see it as yeah. anything else. I saw you competing, him competing, but it was a great match. We were breaking it down multiple times. Yeah. I mean, you were all over him. Mean, it was crazy. How was that?
7: Uh, it was actually, yeah, like you said, it was man, it was two guys competing with each other. They love the game, had passion for the game. And um, actually, you know, I didn't feel like it was much, no beef, or anything. It was just... Us trying to win, right. trying to get the best of each other. You, know, I, you get one, I get one. You know what I'm saying? Who, 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 who going to come out on top? That was the whole ordeal. Not after the game, we spoke. You know what I'm saying? It was after the all game. All love. Made true. Yeah, all love. Exactly what it was. That's
2: Last good. question for Xavier. It's that, that I want over. you. I want <laughs> so that I want you to ask a question. We're in the midst of playing Dear Ikey. We're not talking about the game of football. Uh-huh. Maurice and Ike are answering questions about the game of life. Do you have any dating questions? You know, gift giving ideas. I mean, he's like, uh, th- these guys are are, uh, are fountains of uh, of information. Oh,
7: okay, okay. I have a I have a gift giving.
6: What's you um a best gift to give a woman? On what's the situation? Is is it a long term relationship? Is it just have y'all period. just y'all just dating? Uh, dating basically. Dating.
5: Oh, that's nice. That's, that's a good I, one. I, I,
6: honestly, <laughs> a good one. Honestly, you're a killer with this one. Write a note. Oh, I was about, just, about to uh, say that. Uh, well, I'm
4: just about to say that. <laughs> <just, laughs>
6: write, write it, Handwritten. Don't type it up. Yeah. Handwritten.
4: No text.
5: Write
6: it. No text. Uh-huh. No text. You you write a note, you put that thing in the envelope. I'm, hey, you Overheader. do like do the
5: little kid stuff where you cut the heart out.
4: No. That works. Okay. Man, Wait, the I got heart a little easier and you write the note. note.
5: There
7: you go.
4: I feel like you should, like, if you've taken her to a movie or you've uh-huh. like done something together, I think uh-huh. like with your handwritten note, just include the movie stub. You yeah. don't have to cut anything, but you know, just be like, this was so much fun. Let's go see another movie. Yeah. Simple, easy, no text.
7: What about this? I was told by this, it sounds about a wise guy, Terrence Newman. He said, Get a dozen roses. Oh, yeah, he tried to get a dozen roses. Get a get dozen roses, all red. Put, get one white and put it in the middle and say, Hey, I'm giving you this. This you were in the middle. You stand out above them all. <laughs> yeah, Don't he, do
3: that. yeah, yeah, <laughs> 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 <To> Newman, <laughs> yeah. Newman yeah. <laughs>
7: Yeah, that's, don't that's, don't that's, get that's, that's serious.
4: Peonies, go with peonies. They're man, way better.
6: Hey, that note, man, a handwritten note means you show time and effort and put thought into it. So yeah, I know. I know. Go with a little short and tell T. New stop it.
4: He <laughs> tried. He try He, try, he try to do. Advice. He tried to take it all the way that's, there. No question. Horrible advice. <laughs> all right,
2: let's. Let me just say oh, goodbye to Xavier Rhodes. Thanks for stopping by. Oh, we're no going to jump into I the, the you full edition. Appreciate you. Hey, I'll by the back. way, while you guys are hugging each other, let's say Odell Beckham, it's the Super Bowl, and Odell Beckham's on the other side. Who, uh, other side. Who would do a better job of, uh, of blanking in a one on one all game? Xavier Rhodes or Ike Taylor? Xavier Rhodes. I'm be, Shaq. I'm not talking it, about it 2017, matter. Ike. I'm, I'm talking I'm about in his prime 24. In
6: my prime, I was a dog in my prime. Oh, man. wow. Definitely was. But, but Zay, I'm, Zay, Zay go just came that. from the
2: Pro Bowl. I know we were also talking about yesterday. It's a little weird. Uh, it, it's funny because they're uh, right behind us if the camera sees it. <laughs> a number 29 Eric Dickerson jersey. Outside yeah. of Dickerson, though, 29's open. You know, that's a weird number to wear, it's not right? It's open anymore. Uh, Anymore. yeah no. now,
6: i know xavier a big corner too that's yeah. a big corner
2: yeah he's a yeah you're you that's are you are you like more like a florida linebacker state, florida
6: state man that's all y'all got them six
5: two six three oh, six yeah, four man
7: i heard they had a great class yesterday yeah, yeah. they did yes.
2: they,
5: they did, class. They, did. Yeah. Yeah. they putting them out man oh man y'all doing hey, y'all hey, thing all right, Zay.
2: Man, Xavier Rhodes, what doing a pleasure. What you're
6: doing.
2: Thank you. Oh, Thanks pleasure, for stopping you. by. Good pleasure. to see you,
6: pal. Pleasure, yeah. pleasure baby. Yeah. All
5: yeah.
2: right, yeah. you know yeah. what? Let's keep rolling oh, with man. the Deer Ikees. Now that we're in the spirit of it, you guys are all warmed up. Let's go with Melvin Gordon of uh of course the Los Angeles Chargers. Up, California Chargers, whatever their name is right now. He has a question for us. Here it is. Melvin Gordon with a question for Deer Ike.
6: Dear Ike, my shoe plug told me that he can't give me no black Yeezys in a size ten Yeezy seven fifties. What can you do for me?
5: So I couldn't hear what the he question was. He wants was. some Yeezys in the size 10 750s. Can you? He said he he want to know if you can make that happen. Oh man, you know I really don't do the shoes. That's what
6: I was gonna say. This is a, this yeah. is a love this is a love section. Yeah, segment. A, yeah. I really don't do the and we know let's Shelly
2: rate went the, the shoes right shoes. now because Cynthia oh, is very MC. proud of her shoes. Ooh, I you got to show the bottom
5: so they know what it is. She's
6: fancy. The, the red bottom. The camera's getting
5: down it's a there. It's the Super Bowl,
6: it's and she only, Bowl. and she only wear them on carpet. I think right? only on carpet. Pretty
4: cool. I only wear them on carpet. That's I cool. know. So <laughs> I what treat do you do? When you,
6: what do you have? Some
5: she other got shoes? Flip flops. Flip
4: flops.
6: Okay.
5: <laughs> yeah, I want but, I want the traditional Air Maxes.
6: But Gordon, Gordon, for real, I don't have to hook up on the Yeezys. I'm not really a shoe guy, even though I got Versace yeah. on my feet. <laughs> but I'm not really a shoe guy. But it's all good. That don't even make no sense. I got Versace. You asking for the Yeezys? I just don't have the easy connect. So we got to work on that. We got to work on it, right? That's all we're going to work on. Next time, Gordon.
2: Next up, let's uh, hear from uh, just, a, I think, a, just a guy on the street, right? Here's another question, dear Ike. Dear Ike, I've
3: got a party on Thursday night. There's a big test on Friday morning. What should I do? Should I go to the party or should I stay
2: home and study? He's, he said he got one on, on Friday? He's got a test. Oh, man. Test on yes, Friday, he, he, party on Friday. Listen,
4: I have a lot of degrees. I can answer this question. Well, take it, take you it off get up, me. You get up super early, like at 5 a.m., you study in the morning, and you get all your studying done, and then that means you can party even harder at night because you're like, I studied. We're good.
5: I, I'll tell you one time, you and do I, don't, I don't tell everybody to do this, but in college one time I, I decided, I was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to try this out. So I studied for like two hours, and then I went and got trashed. And then I woke up and took the <laughs> test the next day because in my, my thinking is when you drink so much, you out all the thing you remember is what you did right before, right? That makes sense. I got an A on that test. But don't do it all the is time, that folks. Is true? I promise you. I probably can't make it up. All my boys. All right. Well, I that's mean, powerful advice you've just that given was, that out was. There. But it only happened once. I never tried to it. It was too dangerous. It,
6: it Tell, depends. It depends on the person, man. Some people can burn and both candles. Was birth, it
2: morally wrong when I did this in college, Maurice? This is much oh, worse. I once uh, I, I, did, I wasn't ready 19, for a 37? test. Well, no, actually. Well, for <laughs> what, was it was this Pitt University First or of all, the, Indiana University. Because okay. he went to two colleges. Yeah, he went to two. I, this, this really happened one day. I looked outside. I was like, ah, it's raining out. I'm not going to class. The next time uh, when I did that's finally get
6: because of the rain
2: next time I got around to go to class a week or so later, I, I only went to about 40 percent of all my classes <laughs> when I was in school. But anyway, I, uh, I I the next time I did make it into the classroom, the guy next to me um, said, uh, hey, where were you last week uh, for the for the test? And I said, ha ha. Yeah. And he, he said, no, you, you missed the, the <laughs> midterm, man. <laughs> and i was like, what? Oh, I well, I guess that's. Why what I have to pay for not showing up to class? And uh, so then I had to scramble for an excuse. So I went and I told the professor, I said, uh, I'm sorry, my grandfather's uh, ill. No, you do. I think that that is, that is that I see the stink eye you're giving. Wow. Me. You that's,
5: can't you that's... can't wish that evil on nobody. I'm
2: not wishing it on anybody because Shaq, it was, in wh- fact, true. How do uh, you my, everybody's been sick? So he was sick at some point in his life. Right. Shit. I'm you're playing a fast and
6: adult. Sick. You're, you're wrong. That's dead wrong. Dead wrong. You
5: can't dead do wrong. that. That's shit. like
4: bad. Like you can't, that bad. Juju. you can't put that out there. You can't put that out there. You know can't when put the words go from
5: your, your mouth, man. I think it go anywhere, <laughs>
2: anywhere, and it went somewhere. I didn't come here to be a attacked. Well, you by put any. that on yourself. I know. Well, listen. What happened happened, and uh, obviously and... you don't care. <laughs> <Well, laughs> what do you
4: end up getting on the midterm?
2: I well, postscript. Both of my grandfathers are gone now, so I guess you were right.
4: I mean that was kind of a long time ago, though.
2: Shaq, you gotta stop. We've taken man. a dark turn here. That's you, You <laughs> Took a dark turn. We didn't hey, take nothing.
4: On that note, <laughs>
2: hey number twenty-four. You know what? A couple of weeks ago, I got a lot of national attention off of uh, when we were in here on the on mm-hmm. the uh, on the DDFP because you weighed in on Antonio Brown, and there's no bigger fan of Antonio Brown in the NFL, nay, in all the world. Then Ike Taylor, you've sung his praises, you led the charge when the rest of the world wasn't hip to how good he was. You came on DDFP, you were still a player, and you said, you watch out, this is the best one-on-one ride receiver in the NFL. I laughed at you at the time, and that uh, began our love affair was when we had that conversation, Ike. And so you have have the bona fides, you stand by 84, and yet you said... I don't know about some of the stuff. And the Steelers organization knows how to draft wide receivers. Anyway, you just saw him before we got going here. Let's take a quick look back at that, uh, at that little uh, exchange you had right Man, behind us. Man, y'all are quick with they that. quick with it. Y'all quick.
6: You no, know, that was Mark Brady with that one. He's so
2: quick. Yeah. So, all right. There it is, Ike. What did you say to AB? Oh, uh,
6: me and MJD just shooting the breeze with him. You know, yeah. asking what he up to. I think he had a few events he had to do this morning. Um. Business is booming. So,
2: well, he says he intends to be a Pittsburgh Steeler for life. Do, and, you, do you expect that Bar- that Rooney will said be? said the same thing. Yep. Mr. Rooney said
6: the same thing. Like, he wants A.B. to be a Steeler for life. You know, A.B. just, he know what he got to do. He just got to grow up sometimes on them antics he's doing. Uh, he's the leader of that locker room. So, as far as, like, being a workout warrior, having, having a tremendous work ethic, there's nobody greater than A.B. Like, his workout ethic is unbelievable. Now A.B., you gotta understand getting into your prime. A lot of young guys, even veteran guys, gonna start looking up to you, bid a leader in the locker room. So that's what A B gotta understand.
2: Um, yeah. I, it, it does feel like if you give in to being a prisoner of the moment as the organization or the player, things can blow up. If you let a little bit of time go by, you know, now it's been a week and a half, it does feel like it's settled down a little bit. You know, I think every, no one in the organization wants to see 84 leave the team. They're not going to be better I for mean, Paul it. I mean,
6: he nipped it in the bud. When, when Paul Paul Rooney <laughs> said, I agree. You know, he said it was like a, it's, a, it's
2: a little nuisance. Or something. Yeah, he like
6: A.B. Like, a, a is my guy. Like, I want A.B. to be here. All right, we can stop talking about it.
2: Exactly. However, in January of 2017, the Steelers came up 60 minutes shy of getting to Super Bowl 51. The Falcons and the Patriots did get here. That brings us to the Super Bowl edition of Red Challenge Uh Flag Uh Picks. Uh oh, here we go. Red Challenge Flag Picks. picks. Wait, wait, wait! That wasn't good enough for the Super Bowl. We got to try that again. Our timing was off. I know. I wasn't ready to sing. Listen. Let's do you have it a again. beautiful here voice, though. I was thinking. I was regretting. My, oh, here we go. Red, red, challenge, red challenge flag
5: picks. picks.
2: Yeah. I was regretting there the first time. I was thinking about was that morally wrong? Is everybody out here right that I, I shouldn't have uh, said that to my professor in college?
4: I think you're oh, okay. you okay. It's wrong. okay to be wrong. You Everyone's keep saying wrong dead
2: wrong, and I've already said that both of my grandfathers. Because are... you put
5: that juju on. You put that juju. That's that bad juju.
4: <laughs> Speaking of juju, I already never gave mind away the my fact my that they both be
2: about like 120 by now. Here you go.
4: Right, that's that's what I was saying. You right. want to do it yeah, again? Right. Oh, okay. All let's right, let's
2: get to it. I'm going to start with you, Maurice. See, Atlanta Falcons, yeah. New England Patriots.
3: Choose.
2: I love when he does the choose. Um,
5: you know, I, let me first talk and start talking about just the <laughs> game in general. I, I, I right. Kyle is a good friend of mine. He uh, he actually taught me the West Coast offense in college. Crazy as that sounds, he was a, he was a GA at UCLA. Have a long history. Wow, really. He's done huh. a great job. One of my good friends. Like we, we, we talked to, yeah, we talked a couple times this week. Um, they have a lot of weapons. Often they can they can score with the best. And without all that being said, I'm picking the Patriots.
2: All right. <laughs> we already have learned that Cynthia Freeland is taking the New England Patriots. So pick, am I. You can't pick against the GOAT. Handsome Hank took the Falcons. Ike Taylor, do you wish to throw the red challenge flag? And I guess that means Oh all. no, he took the Patriots. You're taking the Patriots. I'm taking too. the Patriots, man. Wow. All right. Yeah. I, well, give us your analysis as to why. I already shared mine.
6: Seven times, meaning been to this situation, the New England Patriots being in this situation seven times. Tom Brady, uh, hopefully he'll get five, five Super Bowl rings. It's just crunch time and pressure. So I, I, I look at the crunch time. I look at the pressure. Who do I want? And no disrespect to Damn, Matty Ice. In it. crunch time, I need to go. I need Tom Brady. By the way, Matty Ice. You do have Julio Jones. You do have Sunu Senior. You do have Freeman. You do, you do have Coleman. So you have weapons. Let's exchange weapons. So I'm going to give you my weapons, and let me take your weapons. So basically what I'm saying is I do a lot with Little, mm-hmm. and that's Tom Brady. And he's been doing that his whole career. Because we saw what he did when he had Randy Moss.
2: He put up 50 touchdowns. That it's the number one scoring defense. Are the Falcons really going to go in there and, and shoot it out with I, the I, Patriots? I think it's going to be, gonna be yeah, a
5: shootout. But I'm, I say this, check Whoever has the ball last, and I, I, Matt Ryan hasn't been in that situation this year to have the ball last and have to have that game-winning drive. To, now, he, he they had the chance against Seattle early in the year. Really, other than that, they've been
2: blowing people out. It hasn't mm-hmm. been close. I, I mean. I think that's always bad, too, right? Yeah. If you haven't been in a tight one for a while, it, 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 uh, it I suspect it gets you jittery let's when the not game forget, is tight in the fourth quarter.
6: We, we fumble, and we in Green Bay terms, we fumble going into the red zone. We we missed the field goal. We missed mm-hmm. the field goal, and we had a lot of drops.
2: Patriots will not do that unless it's on special teams or something fluky like that. They're not. You you can't uh, expect twelve to be turned. You're simply looking over like to. you want to say I something. Do. Go I ahead. So
4: something kind of cool that I was looking at is Mohamed Sanu Senior actually has an eighty-five percent reception percentage since week eight. That's ridiculous. Nobody catches that many balls. The other thing I actually wanted to ask you about. I'm glad you're mm-hmm. here. Do you know that the Pats? So most teams who are the leading yeah, tacklers, it's Maybe linebacker, linebacker, linebacker safety, right. or, like, depending on, you know, safety, linebacker, linebacker. D-tabber. So, the Patriots, all three are defensive backs.
6: DBs.
5: The people yeah. throw the ball or try to throw, attack that, them. That, yeah, that's and,
4: why. And, which makes a lot of sense, right? So, to me, you're going to have to have the – you're need Taylor Gabriel involved. You're going to need Mohamed Sanu involved. And, obviously, Julio Jones involved. Do, how do you – what do you even do? Like, that's kind of – it's an interesting situation to find yourself in.
5: Well, I, I, from just my standpoint of how the, the Patriots are going to try to defend – um, Atlanta, they're going to go back to their 3-4, similar to what we talked about against uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, how they just stand there and try to create a wall mm-hmm. to stop the running game. But then I think Eric Rowe, you're going to see, play a, a huge part in this game because he's a taller, longer guy, and he has a better chance of covering Mohammed Sanu over Logan. Now, Logan is yep. going to be in the slot to try to cover Gabriel, and then you're going to put Malcolm Butler and then McCordy over the top on Julio. And we're going to let this thing like rock. McCordy's,
4: like, sneaky because he's the third leading tackler on the team, and he's legitimately, like... Like people undervalue that. Like, I guess I, right. you know, you think Dante well, tower you know, maybe it's you know, I, 40, I,
2: the thing to me. If you look back you, at Patrick Super John. Bowl Forty Nine, and it's a different situation, it's a different Patriots team, and all that. But still, if you think about the old, uh, the old thing with Belichick, he takes away whatever the other team does best. But
4: doesn't don't most coaches try to do that? Like, isn't that like a? I don't but know.
2: they don't do it as effectively, no, and consistently do as, effectively, as Belichick right. does. But if you think back about 49, who, was the, who were the guys who were making hay in that one? Chris Matthews? I mean, so now you're kind of – it just feels uninspired, and I would be hard to be optimistic as a Falcons fan. Like, yeah, this one all hangs on Taylor Gabriel's ability to make hay. No, this
6: is this, this, this what you, you got to look at with the New England Patriots, and it's all about the trenches. Mm-hmm. And I go back to the situation on you build a house from the ground up, you don't start from the roof down. They're doing the same thing so when it was in their heyday when we heard about the Shante samuels when you heard about the ty laws the rodney harrisons this is why you heard about these guys it was ty warren it was richard seymour yes it was vince warford so you got a bunch of first rounders on that d-line so first of all you can't run or you can't run on them passing wise so now you get into your defensive end situations since you have a strong core between those three guys Then defensive edge of William McGinnis, those guys can play the passing percentages a little bit more. They can get to the quarterback a little bit more. It's the same situation. So what they do this year? They go out and get a young guy from Texas, Malcolm Brown. And he's been balling. So they're getting back to their old recipe on winning Super Bowls. We just have been paying attention. Because it's so right. Yeah, the people the just don't guys. talk about
2: that. Well, it's because it's weird because their yards against is pedestrian. I think if they're either like ninth or tenth, and but a scoring defense, that's why they, they just force you to – it, it's funny. I think the way this season ends for the Patriots is the way it started. If you remember way back to the first uh, Sunday night game of the season against uh, the Cardinals, we figured, oh, the Cardinals are just gonna are, are gonna go upstairs on them all. Nope, we're just gonna keep it in front of us all day. You're gonna have to go 11 yards of the clip you if you want to beat us. Way. I just, I think that's exactly the way this one's gonna go.
6: It, it's, it's hard. I mean, other than Coach Cal Shannon, I mean, he's gonna get his, the head coaching job from San Fran, but. Me and MJD keep saying the same thing, and I get it from Coach LeBeau. Coach LeBeau was like, offensive coordinators always want the big play. Why they want the big plays? It looks good on their resume. So when you have a 4,000-yard quarterback, when you have two running backs close to 1,000 yards, when you have a 1,000-yard receiver, it looks good on your resume. When you make them go the long way, so when they got to sustain 10, 15, 11-play drives, it's hard because they're not used to that. That's the why they got it. make The Patriots make offenses do that
2: well. And, and right. I, do you think that Freeman and Coleman can combine to make some hay on the ground? Well, know, I feel yeah, like have, that's, the, that's critical.
5: Well, I, 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 you know, we were talking about it yesterday, and it's about the others. Now, Julio is the guy. Mm. The others have to step in. So, Freeman, Coleman, those guys have to break tackles, yeah. break arm tackles, and, and, and really get these explosive runs. It's not going to be about the explosive passing game 20 yards down the field, but it's going to be 12 yard chunks. That's an explosive run. If you can do that and move the chains, I think that'll be fine. But again, you know, I, I'm really focusing on the tight ends because those linebackers for the Patriots struggle in coverage. That's where they're weak. That's where you have to attack them.
2: All right, real quick, I wanted to show you something. I caught up with uh, Barstool Sports' uh, PFT commenter, the world-famous one from the world-famous uh, Pardon My Take podcast. I caught up with him. Here it is, the full and exclusive interview, or at least the parts that we can actually get away with showing you here on NFL Media. Go! All right, here he is, uh, one half of the most elite podcast in all the land. It's TFT Commenter. What's the poop, fella? How are you? All right, well, listen, as elite as it gets, like I say, the best uh, sports podcast Nate, the finest podcast, period. Part of my take. Part of my
0: take. Bust sports. Part of my take.
2: Well, that was that. So, uh, so, so there we go. And, uh, and, Ike, last question. So it's Thursday midday here. What are you doing if you're a Super Bowl team? What, where are you on Thursday as you get ready here?
6: Oh, man, it's the same thing during the season. Just, just getting ready. But I know for that Detroit, for that Tampa, for that Dallas Super Bowls, the three Super Bowls I've been in, you talking about focus? You talking about everybody just feeling like they in the Matrix? Gotta be like hmm. you can hear a pin drop in practice, but on the defensive side, and Coach LeBeau used to say this all the time, man, there's music to my ears. So Dicky, what's music to your ears? Everybody's talking on defense. The linebackers talking to the D line. The secondary, everybody. It's, it's a whole lot of chatter. It's like animals in the jungle, and that's how we was on defense during that whole week of practice because you don't want to be that guy. To give up that play, I almost was that guy. I almost <laughs> was that guy, almost. But Antonio Holmes saves me for that Tampa Super Bowl. But man, you just totally focused because it's only one game. Like that's that's what that's why the NFL is so good because we don't have a seven game series. It's one shot, one game. You have to perform and you don't want to be that guy.
2: Speaking of one shot, imagine if for the rest of the time, Ike had to, every time he watched a football game and you would see Larry Fitzgerald running for the touchdown. Made me sick. When when he's looking at himself up on the big screen and you and Troy are running behind him. Made me sick. Now we don't have to worry about that. Made me sick.
6: But I'm so glad Santonio Holmes because that next drive, Santonio, that's when he made his mark. That's Man, when he
5: he made, made everything.
6: Of that game. So but you got
5: like three or four passes on that drive? I, I so appreciate
2: good. him too. He gave me my sixth ring. He didn't give you anything. No, i became as as a, a six-time you, you went champion. to
5: two colleges. You got six rings. I mean, your career is amazing.
2: <laughs> it's really well, listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? I'm, I'm, I'm proud of it. it how, I'm how, many Stanley I tro- how many Stanley Cups too? Well, I, have, I now have uh, four Stanley Cups. How many
4: do the Red Wings have?
2: I'm not worried about what the, what your deeds are. This is the Damashek show, sister. We're talking about my six uh, Lombardi trophies and so on. Ike has two, and uh, you and Maurice have what you have.
5: <laughs> Shaq, you I, have I, if that's dignity. the case, Shaq, I, I was a Raiders fan, and so you know, back in the '70s, we were winning everything. So it's you weren't alive good.
2: when they won. Those don't count. You don't get them if yes, you weren't yes, alive you for them. Do. Like, what do you mean? I was a fan. Oh, how, where's your dignity, me Maurice? In. I, you know, I, I I was alive when the Steelers. How about won the Rams? Show. Oh, yeah. That's your team. All right, listen. A great and grand show here from Houston, Texas. Thanks to everybody back in Los Angeles for all the work on it. And to Bartlett here uh, with us. uh, What do we call this? NFL Live is where we're sitting here in the shadow of our hotel. We're just checking around. Xavier Rhodes, terrific. Handsome Hank, terrific. We thank them. PFT Commenter Mm -hmm. as well. And as always, the great Maurice Jones Drew. Ike Taylor. Cindy Freeland. Cindy. Because that's what her Miami. mom calls
6: your mom, Your mom tweeted me, too. Oh, and Melvin Gordon. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, we got to go a, do a second hour now.
7: Maybe she, we'll get into a that problem. back
2: in Los Angeles. Yes. Enjoy the Super Bowl, everybody. We'll talk to you from Los Angeles. In the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's, it's been, been a thin, thin slice of, of heaven. heaven. Look at that. See, six-time Super Bowl champion. There. Oh, okay.